Okay, Krishna's pastimes, yeah? out of Vrindavan. Who is Krishna? Who knows who is Krishna? <laughs> okay, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And who are we? Uh, are we equal to Krishna? Or is Krishna equal to us? Uh, he looks the same. He has one head, two hands. Uh, but in that respect, we have to understand that God has created man according to his own image. That's actually a very important consideration. That dispels many misconceptions. Like some people think that God doesn't have any form. Does God have a form? And so if he has a form, what is form like? He has various forms. He has uh, his generally, his understanding is that he has four arms. God has four arms. Sometimes he manifests eight arms. And when he displayed his universal form, he displayed thousands of arms, thousands of heads. So that way, <coughs> he can display various kinds of forms. Also the Lord comes as half lion, half man. Sometimes he comes as a fish. Sometimes he also comes as a boar. Sometimes he comes as a, as a tortoise. So the Lord can manifest Himself in various forms. Although the Lord can manifest Himself in various ways, but His original form is like a human being. And that form is Krishna. And His abode is Vrindavan. Until 16 years, until what, 14 years, of, he displays his pastimes in Vrindavan and then he leaves Vrindavan. Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes are very sweet. Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes are known as Madhur Lila. Very intimate, loving exchange. He is displaying his pastimes with his friends, with his father and mother, and with his beloved girlfriends. So because of this loving exchange, Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes is so sweet. And at the same time, he is killing the demons. Krishna comes to give pleasure to his devotees 
and to annihilate the demons. So <clears throat> he kills the demons in Vrindavan. Many, many demons were killed at that time. And Krishna killed them very, very. Just playfully he killed them. In Vrindavan, Krishna started to kill the demons when he was only seven days old. A terrible witch, a demoness came, Putana. And mind you, these demons and demonesses are very, very powerful. They were so powerful that they could even defeat the demigods. Not only they could defeat the demigods, they drove the demigods out of the heavenly planets. So powerful. But Krishna, in his childhood, he started to kill them. The first demon he killed when he was seven days old. And then the next one when he was one month old. And the next one when he was one year old. And then at the age of five he started to take the calves. Because he's a cowherd boy. In Vrindavan, Krishna is a cowherd boy. So he takes care of the cows. And when they start their business of tending cows from the age of five. And they start that business with uh, taking care of the calves. Five, at the age of five, they get uh, the first assignment, apprenticeship, taking out the calves. So when Krishna was five years old and he was taking the calves to the uh, pestering ground, then Krishna was attacked by a demon called Vatsasura. This demon came in disguise of a calf. Krishna killed that calf. A demon came, thought that he, mixing with the calves, he would kill Krishna. But Krishna killed that calf. Then came uh, uh, a demon in the form of a crane, Bakasura. Krishna killed the Bakasura. The Bakasura's identity has been described that when Bakasura came to the pestering ground, the demigods were afraid that he may cause some harm to the cowherd boys, especially Krishna. So they were thinking, the demigods were thinking that Krishna is a little child. So they tried to deal with this demigod and this Bakasura demon. And can you imagine the thunder was ineffective with Bakasura. His feathers were a little ruffled when he came there. His feathers were ruffled because the different demigods attacked them with their weapons. These weapons, even thunderbolt couldn't do anything to Bakasura, so powerful. And Bakasura came there with an intention of swallowing Krishna up. 
huge, came in the form of a huge crane. Baka. Baka is a bird, a crane. And wanted to swallow Krishna up. But, and he took Krishna in his mouth. And, but what did Krishna do? It kind of swallowed him. But Krishna got stuck on his throat. He expanded himself. And he started to emanate heat from his body. So Bhakasura couldn't keep him inside. He was just spat him out. And then again it came to, to swallow Krishna. So at that time Bhakasura held, Krishna held Bhakasura's lower jaw with his feet. And with his hands he held the upper jaw and tore his body into two pieces. So as a five-year-old boy he can he displayed these pastimes. So this is uh, Krishna's wonderful pastimes. After all, he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He can do anything. But still he is acting like a human being and he is playing this, displaying these pastimes simply to give pleasure to his devotees. When these demons come, everyone becomes extremely afraid. They get into great anxiety, extremely afraid. And then what they do in a difficult situation like that, they just take shelter of Krishna. And Krishna assures them, don't worry. Why fear when I am here? <laughs> and then huh, Krishna takes care of those demons. Now by performing these pastimes, what Krishna is doing? Krishna is generating that confidence in us. Krishna is giving us the assurance that if you also take shelter of me, I will take care of you. Don't worry. <coughs> that is what Krishna expects from us. The only thing that Krishna expects from us is that we surrender unto Krishna. What is the final instruction of Bhagavad Gita? Right. Give up all your so-called responsibilities, duties. Just surrender unto me. Just surrender unto me. And then what is Krishna saying? Ahantvang sarvapapi bhimukshavishami. I will deliver you from all your sinful reactions. I'll protect you under all circumstances. Don't worry about it. That is why it is so important that we hear Krishna's pastimes, hear about Krishna's pastimes, read about Krishna's pastimes. Because then our confidence will become firmly established. When we are neophyte, then we have, we have doubts. Although we surrender, although we become a devotee, but when you are neophyte, then the tendency is to think that, well, Krishna saved them because they are all great devotees. I am nobody. Does Krishna, will Krishna take care of me? 
No, I'm so insignificant. That is a neophyte understanding. But the more we make advancement, then what happens? Then you get to see, get to recognize that Krishna is situated in our hearts. Krishna is not far away, Krishna is there in our hearts. Just as Krishna is seeing his greatest devotee, Krishna is also seeing me. Now if I also can develop devotion for Krishna, then Krishna will take care of me the way Krishna took care of Prahlad Maharaj, Dhruva Maharaj, Arjun and others. Through those pastimes, Krishna is trying to generate this interest in our confidence in us, faith in us. Surrender unto me. That's what Krishna wants. So on our part, all we have to do is just surrender unto him. Due to our material conditioning, we tend not to do that. During a material conditioning, we have so many doubts, we have so many concerns, mainly doubts. This, therefore, these doubts are considered to be like an enemy. These doubts are not allowing us to surrender to Krishna. Therefore, one of the most important things is to remove those doubts, dispel those doubts. And when, we, when these doubts is removed, then the faith becomes firmly established. So that is why we need to hear about Krishna's pastimes. And they're so interesting. In one hand, we get to see how Krishna takes care of his devotees, how Krishna loves his devotees. And at the same time, we get to see how Krishna takes care of the demons. He's the greatest hero. Krishna's pastimes are like a, like a drama on a stage. All the elements of drama are there in Krishna's pastimes. On the other hand, we can say that dramas are actually reflection of Krishna's pastimes. Anyway, let's consider uh, what makes a drama. You know what is the most important element of drama? The most important element of drama is conflict. If the conflict is not there, then it won't be a drama. It'll be it'll be a Documentary. <laughs> so, <clears throat> conflict. And in order to create that conflict in drama, there are antagonists and protagonists, heroes and villains. Hero is a good guy and villain is a bad guy. So there's a conflict between good and bad. And then in between, there's a heroine. <laughs> now, isn't it a reflection of Krishna's pastimes? Krishna is the hero. Nayaka, the supreme Nayak, the supreme hero. And the villains 
other demons. And Radharani is Krishna's eternal consort. And <clears throat> so this is how Krishna's pastimes are always so interesting, so exciting, so full of excitement. So Krishna, so here the main, actually there are many, many villains. The prime villain at this point is Kamsa. Kamsa is causing, actually what the villains do? They create distress to the heroes. They try to trouble the heroes. So Kamsa is always trying to get rid of Krishna, kill him. And he is sending one after another demon to kill Krishna. But what is happening? They are going to kill Krishna, but in reality, they all are, they are getting delivered. That's another important thing to consider. When Krishna kills somebody, he gets elevated to the spiritual sky. He gets liberated. So that is the advantage, that is the reward of even acting as a demon in Krishna's pastimes. <laughs> so if the demons are rewarded in that way, we can well imagine how the devotees are going to become rewarded. Asura harina hata. Asuras, the demons, being killed by Hari, Krishna, they attain spiritual liberation. So, <clears throat> Kamsa is trying to kill Krishna and he is sending one after another demon and they are getting killed. Practically every day one demon was coming and Krishna was taking care of him. In Bhagavatam we only get the principal demons, <laughs> the activities of the principal demons. So, <clears throat> They are sent and they are being killed. So Kamsa is in great anxiety. Mind you, Kamsa became, Kamsa at that time was the most powerful person. And the Kshatriya conditioning is, or Kshatriya condition is, that when one becomes defeated by the other, he becomes subservient to him. He accepts his authority, okay. They may fight, but when he is defeated, then he surrenders to him, okay. Boss <laughs> accepts him as his. And all these demons uh, who are so powerful, uh, that they all actually were defeated by Kamsa. And as a result of that, they all became uh, surrendered to Kamsa. They all became Kamsa's associates. Not only uh, the demons in that way, there was this terrible elephant uh, 
Kubalaya Pira. This elephant, this one elephant had the strength of 10,000 wild elephants. Just this one elephant. And, and he was so terrible that, uh, I mean, he was creating uh, uh, havoc everywhere. But when uh, it came to Kamsa, Kamsa fought with the elephant and defeated the elephant. Therefore, the elephant became uh, Kamsa's servant, Kubalaya Pira. They were terrible uh, wrestlers, Chanur and Mushtika. They were never defeated by anyone. Kamsa defeated them. So they said, okay, we are surrendered to you. So this is how we can see that Kamsa's identity was established as the most powerful. Uh, this situation, something like Krishna's pastimes often are like that. That the villain uh, is established as the most powerful. Uh, is, the, is the greatest. But then Krishna comes and defeats him. So he becomes greater than the greatest. So this is how Krishna establishes his supremacy. Uh, similarly, Ravan was the most powerful person at that time. Krishna, uh, Ramchandra killed him. So in this way, uh, Krishna's pastimes are most wonderfully arranged by Jogamaya. So if we consider Krishna's pastimes are like dramas, then Jogomai is the director. Uh, she is the uh, she is the casting director. Uh, she is the playwright. Uh, she makes all the arrangements, and Krishna becomes subservient to Jogomai also. Like a good actor surrenders to the director and whatever the director tells him, he or she does. So this is how Krishna performs his pastimes. Anyway, so last year we discussed about Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes. Isn't it? How many of you have attended that pastime? Okay, since we spoke about Krishna's Vrindavan pastimes, this year we decided to discuss about Krishna's Mathura and Dwarka pastimes. And <coughs> so tomorrow we'll start the uh, sessions. The first session will be from 7.30 to 9. Then there'll be other sessions starting from 11.30 to 1 uh, or should we have it from 11 to 1 because generally I've seen lots of questions come or we can do one thing start at 11.30 go to 1 till 1 think of going until 1 and if could there are too many questions, then we can prolong it further. 
Will that be a good idea? Okay, so we'll do that. And the evening one is? Seven o'clock. Two? Seven o'clock to eight-thirty. Okay. Okay, thank you all very much. Does anybody have any question or comment? Yeah. Sorry, not a question, a request. That's like, you know, last year we celebrated your 70th Rasa Puja ceremony. So today, a couple of devotees have prepared a cake. And we're just wondering, like, if you cut the cake. If it's just a matter of cutting the cake, then I don't mind. Okay. Yes. Okay, the cake can wait now. Yes. What is the sound here? Is it? It's just a cricket. Cricket. Cicadas. 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 Cicadas live for one day only. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, so the demons that they lost, like they were killed by Krishna. Um, what, they were really, I guess, fortunate to be killed by Krishna. So did they have any special karma in their last life? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, most of the demons were actually cursed. They were elevated personalities. Many of them were Gandharvas, etc. And they were cursed by some sages due to some misbehavior and they were cursed and that's why they became demons. But they got delivered by being killed by Krishna. For example, the two most important demons are Jai and Vijay. They are cursed by the four Kumaras. And as a result of that, they came as Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyaksha, Ravan and Kumbhakarna and Shishupal and Dantavakra. <coughs> okay, yes? Well, just in that example that you gave, isn't it that they understood, because they were so such great devotees of the Lord, they understood the, <coughs> the mood that the Lord wanted that Shivari mood and is that, that was the case with Jai and Vijay, but may not be with all the demons. Jai and Vijay actually, they were the gatekeepers and they felt that wish we could give the Lord the taste of Virarasa, the mellow of chivalry that is derived out of fighting. But in Vaikuntha, no one can fight with the Lord. No one would ever think of fighting with the Lord. Therefore, uh, they were cursed, they fell down, uh, came to the earth, came to the material nature and fought with Krishna to give him the, the taste of chivalry. Guruji, you mentioned that uh, Krishna's postments are like drama where Krishna being the hero and uh, comes out the village and Radharani is the hero. Um, so in uh, Lord Ram's pastimes, we see that that's quite obvious. As in, you know, um, Lord Sita is uh, sorry, Sita is uh, hijacked by Ravana. Um, in Krishna's pastimes, uh, Krishna actually saves uh, the Gopas 
I mean, the tower boys from uh, from the game. So, do we have any past tense where Krishna saves Radharani from the demons? Well, uh, not so. There's one pastime like that, uh, like uh, not so. The gopis sometimes they, the demons try to do something to the gopis, uh, and uh, but in Krishna's Dwarka pastimes it becomes quite apparent. Uh, for example. Uh, when Krishna is about to marry someone. You see, when Krishna appeared, Lakshmi Devi also appeared in the form of uh, different queens. And when they were about to be married, they also wanted to get married to Krishna. But all the other kings, demoniac kings especially, and the princes came. And when Krishna won those princesses as his queens, then they tried to stop Krishna, prevent Krishna from taking them away. And Krishna fought. Yes. Yes, Krishna's yeah, out of Vrindavan, not exactly Dwarka, it is Krishna's Kurukshetra pastime. Uh, but it is the Krishna of Dwarka who went and participated in the battle, not Krishna of Vrindavan. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, you, see, you mentioned that the, the demons who fight Krishna also get delivered. But I've heard that when they do get delivered, they don't get the same type of liberation that other devotees get who are different. Yeah. So Generally, they merge in the Brahma Jyoti. But sometimes they get the similar form as Narayan and Vaikuntha. Four-arm forms also they get. So, okay, so not all of them are... Not all of them are actually... Yeah, that's the point that has been made, that the liberation that has been given to the demons, why the devotees will aspire for that liberation? That is Sajujya Mukti. Generally, the demons who are killed by Krishna, they get Sajujya Mukti, merging in the bodily effulgence of the Lord. But uh, devotees don't want Sajujya Mukti. What to speak of Sajujya? Other four kinds of liberations, like Vaikuntha liberations, having the same form as the Lord, being in the same planet with the Lord, being close to the Lord, and having the same opulence as the Lord. Like even they are awarded these liberations, they don't want to take it. Or they simply want to serve Krishna. Yes. Yeah, it's like just an actor, no matter, even Amitabh Bachchan. <laughs> Although he is such a big actor, but on the floor, he has to follow the director's directions. So Krishna suddenly allows himself to be like, 
you know, it's something like a good actor forgets himself and becomes that character. So, even though he is a, I mean, a good actor, that's one of the qualities of a good, a qualification of a good actor. He has to forget himself and become that character. Like, uh, so similarly, Krishna forgets himself and becomes that role that he is playing. Right? And that's why you find as Lord Ramchandra, you know, he is crying when Sita was stolen. The question may arise, how, why the Supreme Personality of Godhead crying? Right? I mean, why doesn't he, he is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then why doesn't he just grab Ravan and beat the hell out of him? <laughs> right? But the thing is, then the drama won't be there. Then the excitement of the pastimes will not be there. <laughs> so similarly, Krishna, when he plays the Vrindavan pastimes, he forgets that he is Krishna, he becomes a cowherd boy. Yes. Um, you were saying how um, a good drama requires conflict, but in the spiritual realm, the demons don't, there are no demons in the spiritual realm. So, why is that, and does that mean that the Lord's pastimes? Very good point. Yeah. Yeah. The therefore it is said that Krishna's Bhoma Lila are more relishable than his uh, Golok Lila. One reason is there there is no birth, Krishna doesn't born. Krishna doesn't take birth. Krishna doesn't grow. In a Bhomalila, Krishna takes birth and then he grows, you know, to his Navakishore stage. And then he remains that stage. Now, in the spiritual world, his form is always Navakishore. So, the Krishna's childhood pastimes cannot be experienced by them. But they do by remembering. They remember, oh, when Krishna was a child, he did that. And by remembering, they dwell in those pastimes and derive the pleasure of those pastimes. Mm -hmm. Okay.